great Scott. I got a bad feeling about this. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Han Solo. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Can't wait. Let's get this is the Bart and Han Show on 98.7 ESPN. Time for the power hour, the bonus hour just for you in New York. Exclusive on 98.7 ESPN for the next couple of weeks before this becomes the official thing in a couple of weeks. We do this for you in New York because that's where it all started, Bart Scott. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. What up, NY? What up, baby? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we know the number. Do I remember the number? 800-919-3776. Do you remember that number? I do. 800-919-3776. At Barton Hunt on Twitter, too. Be part of the conversation today as we take you up to the Michael K. Show at 3 o'clock. Going on right now up in Cooperstown, Hmm. Derek Sanderson Jeter being inducted into the baseball. Oh, Hall that's of right. Fame. Because of the, is it because of the COVID? Thing? Yeah, last year. Remember, it was it was there was nothing last year. Man, shouldn't it be more hoopla about Derek Jeter from Kalamazoo, Michigan, going in? There, there is. Oh, y- you haven't seen the the hoopla? Well, I've been I've been kind of focused on exactly. To get our show yeah, off the I, I really yeah. haven't been able to be outside of this world. Yeah, I'm sorry. So we wait, I'm sorry. We wait Jeter. for his speech, uh, and we'll see. Oh. Probably understated because that's Jeter. It'll probably have some what, humor. What, can we power rank? Can we have the fans? Oh, man. What? what Sometimes do you stuff is happening. Can we have the fans power rank? What? Where Jeter ranks as an all time Yankee. Is it all time Yankee? Yeah. I mean, you understand. He doesn't like, make the Mount Rushmore. Like, well, no. not the Mount Rushmore. Not four. I'm saying 10. Are you top serious? 10. I'm saying top 10. Top Mantle, 10. Ruth, top 10. Derek, top 10. You still ain't got to 10. That was five. What the hell? That was four. That, mean, was four. that was four. That was four. That was four. He's going to the Cooperstown. Well, he yeah. won the championship. Yeah, there's a lot of Yankees he there. Won the, he won the championship. Yes, well, yes, he was part of So where does he fit? I mean, is he above? Is he, do you put him ahead um, Yogi Berra? Do you put him ahead of Yogi? Yogi Berra? Yogi hey, Berra won. Derek, Derek Jeter. Like, like, the dude was in a World Series Listen, every see, year. See, you you listening to your parents, right? Because I would say that people that were born in like 1985, oh, here we 1980, go. would say that Derek Jeter deserves to be on your top yeah, 10 Yeah, because that's Mr. recency bias. Top 10. Yogi so you have, Berra was all, every year he was in the World Series. You got taco meat bias. And you have whatever that white don't talk undershirt. About my bank, don't no, talk man, about my no, collar. no. I am not it's letting you get away with this. It's not bacon collar. It, it it looked like it because it was a little wrinkled when you were. It's on not first wrinkled. Day. It's you spandex. Emba- Look, you embarrassed. It wrinkled the- when I talk. Listen, you embarrassed the family today. Okay, I embarrassed with the outfit, but did I represent with the spit, no, 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 with no, the no. fire? If you were just listening to first take today, you brought that hot fire, fire, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. You did that, but. The 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 the, the crew neck me. undershirt underdress shirt with the open okay. collar. Okay, let me that tell is you a bad look. What was that? A dicky? What were you doing there? No, that was that was a listen. Everybody out there knows how good. Um, Calvin V-necks, Klein. please. No, Captain. See, but this is what happened. What happened was what happened? right. This is what happened. You know, like when you get called up, right? You in Scranton somewhere, yeah. and you, they call you up. They called me up late, man. They didn't give me time to prep, prepare. You know, I know how to put my suit game together. Yes. They didn't give me time. That's to. what made me. That's what. That's so what you should have said. You should have said, "What's wrong with Bart? What happened?" 
Something's I, wrong. What this I, ain't like him. I should have texted you, but it was too late. At that point, you were already on the set. You could have helped me on. fix it. No, there was no fixing. Okay. Anyway. I digress. Well, the, the question still remains the same. Where does Derek Jeter, going into the Hall of Fame, where does he rank in the top 10 Yankees? Because you can't tell me he's not on your top 10 list. He's on somebody's list in the top 10. And where does he fit? Okay, fine. Thank you. 800-993-776. If that's really what you want to discuss with us today. Because I'm curious because I think that is some old man bias just like his recency bias. It just, there's so, like... It doesn't, listen, listen. No, off the top. Off the top. Quit Googling stuff, people. I know, I, off I, the top. I'm telling you right off now. Off the top. Whitey Ford, DiMaggio, Gehrig, Ruth, Barra. I mean... And you're still on one hand. You're still on one hand. You're still on one hand. There's five <laughs> more fingers you got left. Well, four and a thumb. I, I, I'm sorry. This... You still got four and a thumb. And now you, you're still searching. Oh no! I, so I, I mean, what say the people? Not Alan. This isn't our show, Alan. I know it says Barton Hahn, presented by Progressive, but this is the people's show. Yeah, your show. name comes first, so I guess you're more important. That's because it's first in the alphabet. That's how they went is with that, it. Is that the only reason? Yeah, they, they add up the points. So actually, it's so, not what so, I was told. So you can understand. So B is uh, second, A is first. So that is a grand total of three points. The R comes later in the T. <laughs> but what happens is the H and the N mess you up. <laughs> the triple word score? <laughs> is that what we're doing here? I mean, I mean Casey Stengel. Well, come mean, on, come on. You didn't even say that with Mariana Rivera. Oh, so, so Mariana is more important, yes. more iconic than yes. Derek, the captain, yes. the yes. captain, the yes. captain, the yes. captain, yes. 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 Hold on, so... Mo is more important than Did I say Mickey Mantle? Derek. I can't remember. So Mo is more important than Derek Jeter. Yes. Man, I, what was did Derek the, Jeter the greatest shortstop who ever played? No. Was Mo Rivera the greatest closer in the history of the game? <sighs> yes. You just say that because you have to look at Chapman every day. Oh, my God. That's all that is. That's the only reason. Ugh. Recency you, bias. You just gave me – talk about anxiety. And this is what we're discussing here. The, the anxiety of, of watching Garrett Cole point – like, mm. but first of all, he's like point. Like he looked, like he pointed to his hand. Yeah, he just or he, but he pointed to the dugout, and then he's holding the baseball in his hand, and he's kind of gripping it. And you're going because he's probably. And I got I David Cohn like trying to make me feel better, going, ah, it seems like it's a blister. Then Phil Hughes is on Twitter, and he's like, uh, that would that would have to be a blister. That that would explain why he had some grip issues. Like, all right, it's a blister. It's fine. he needs like, the spider tacky three thousand. Then he's walking off, and he's like, you're like, all right, I don't see a limp. I think we're good. And then later on, it's like, oh, by the way, left hamstring strain. Yeah, it looked what? weird when that ball bounced up when the fat boy ran to the uh, to the base. I forgot from from Toronto, and he kind of that bobbled ball. He didn't bend over Kurt? for it. Yeah, he had those locked out knees. You never want to see your athlete sitting there with locked straight knees. It yeah. tells you that something is indication that it hurts to bend. All right, well, you know what, Bart, you. Ask we receive uh, 800-919-3776. Chris is in Clifton, where Jeter is, all-time Yankees. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Bye, Con. Most of you guys every day. Big fan Thank of the you. show. Thank you. Uh, I have to say that I think Derek Jeter is top five Yankee all-time. But he's definitely on the Mount Rushmore. What he did for the Yankees all these all those years, it's only Yankee never left. Who, who, all right, so who does he push out? Like, who are you pushing out when you're? When, I mean, again, I mean, it's it's Ruth, Gehrig, Mantle, DiMaggio, Berra. Who is he taking out? We're saying in your top, top ten. Five? Top ten? No, 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 he just said top five. Okay, I I I think he's top five. I'm gonna go top five. I'm gonna go Ruth, Peter, Mantle. 
Guerrero and Jared. Are you now? Are you power ranking? Did you put Jeter after Ruth? It's not the power ranking. He's just putting his top. Oh, that's five. just your group. All right. So you're not no. saying like he's yeah, number two all top time. Five. No, 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 no. He's in okay. the top five. All right, fair enough. I'm not putting uh, ahead of Mandel or, or Rude, no. No, I mean... Wait, way, to, way to give us a, ba- a very honest... I, I, way to give us an honest, non-emotional... No. Thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate the call. That's a non-emotional assessment. Look, and again... I think what, you're getting emotional, Alan. Why are you saying, getting so emotional? I'm emotional today, and I'll explain in a minute. Look, look, what he's saying is, is his opinion, and that's fine. You can have an opinion. It can be wrong, but you can have the opinion. But, for the, I mean... You make see this is what I hate too when we do this because this help always happens to when we do NBA and it's like you know LeBron Jordan all the other players where do you put where's your top five all time and it's like just because I put somebody second doesn't mean I like oh you're hating on him like no it's not hating on Derek Jeter it's just you know you asked the question I didn't ask the question you did I was trying to celebrate Derek Jeter and you you got to throw this into it here you go this is typical Bart and Carlin warned me about this while I was gone Carlin's like listen. This is going to happen. Be ready for it because he's, he's doing this. And you must have done it at the other station because he seemed ready for it, which you and I together for two years, but we, we haven't actually been together in studio for like four months. Yeah, we've had this weird relationship where we Long see each other and then we break up for a while. We go on a break and then we come back together. But, but it's like you do this thing where you're like, grenade, and you just throw it and I got to dive on it. <laughs> Saving Brian Bart. <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, but there's a reason. So this morning, as I'm getting ready, because tomorrow we begin the NFL season. Yes. It begins tomorrow. We yes. actually have football. So I, I was thinking, what is some? We love doing our lists and having our little games and stuff. And I yeah. said, you know, as we're getting ready for this season, and especially because I thought of the Cowboys Bucks game, and I'm thinking to myself, there's anxiety if you're a Cowboys fan. The anxiety if you're a Bucks fan is is nil. Yeah, you're you're going to be okay. You, you're on house money. Yeah. You won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady just decides to show up, and he brings his friends with him. Hey, Grunt. Yeah. Hey, Antonio. Literally. Suit up. That's right. And they already had a great defense. So it's it's sort of like, and he had some guys that said, I want to go there because Brady's there. Yeah. So you've got that. So you, you're on house money, and they're talking about 17-0 and 0, yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, that's all nice. Whatever. And if it doesn't happen, it's like, yeah, well, the worst thing will happen will still be a, going a to play good off. season. Yeah. All right. So you're living off that that house money. But if you're the Cowboys, mm. you talk about anxiety mm. in week one. Mm. Like your quarterback's been out. He's coming back from a catastrophic injury. Your offensive line has been banged up. It gets mm. healthy, and now you lose your most important offensive lineman because of COVID. He might not be or probably won't be available. Way to go, Jerry. You, you don't know if your defense is up to snuff yet, and you've got to meet that offense yeah. right out of the gate. The whole and world's defense, watching. And that defense. And as we know, the, the morning after a loss for the Dallas Cowboys, is your, I mean, you're miserable. So the, the anxiety index, high, right, for the Cowboys. High. But there's always anxiety because it's the Cowboys. So then I said, let me look at all these games. 16 games I did. Yeah. And each game I found the misery index in each one. Hmm. Now, I think the Jets won for me as a Jets fan. Yeah. Like, I put paragraphs in on each game. Yeah. The Jets, the, the Jets Carolina game, it's one line. Yeah. It's just one line, two sentences. Sam Darnold revenge yeah. game, nothing more needs yeah. to be said. And it's and it's like it's like when your boyfriend, you break up and he goes and he gets a better girlfriend. But it's kind of in the split image of you, and it's like you know that's a alternate universe version of myself. And Sam Donald's coming back, and 
you can say that he has a team that's a little bit more ready to win because you can, well, he's well, all right. One team has Christian, Christian McCaffrey and the other team doesn't, yeah. and the other one has Robbie Anderson, who he who he always makes a star. Can I ask you this? If, if from a Jets perspective, and again, you are a player, I don't know if you really relate to this, but from a Jets perspective, is is a scenario you'd sign up? First of all, what I'm what my best case scenario is. Now I'm not rooting against Sam. I yeah. can't do. You want him to look good. But I don't you want, him want to lose Sam the game. to look. You want him awful. to look good because you want him to have a good career. Because you still have love yeah, for him. I want to feel good about him. But, but then I the want defense to, screws up. Yeah, whatever it is. So what I want is Zach Wilson to look better, right? Yeah. But I'll sign up for this. Sam looks good. The the Panthers win because Christian McCaffrey's off the charts, right? Yeah. But Zach Wilson still shows me enough to feel good. Yeah. He, I still just show me something. Well, remember Sam's first game. Well, I'll never forget it. He threw a first pick six pick and we're six, all like, first my one. God. And then he, then he comes back he and has the, the, the Against game who, of his by life. the way? Against who? Detroit. The Detroit Lyon. Oh, what a night I think that they was. Changed, I think they changed their name to the kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> the Motor City kneecaps. What a night that was. Yeah, that I was, was crazy. Doing, we I were did so for, optimistic. We were just like, oh my God, this is going to be re- tremendous. I, I, did an, I was at an event. I did an Three event that night. I was late off. For, for 98.7 ESPN uh, in Smithtown, at a bar in Smithtown. It was all Jets fans there. It was, we had a blast, right? Yeah. And I remember that first play, and I was just like, my jaw just oh. fell to the ground. Like, why you, this is how we're starting. But then the, the rest of the night went well. I'll never forget that night. But so to me again, I would I would feel like I want I don't I don't know. I, do you tell me, Jets fans? I can't root against Sam Darnold. I do not want to like. I will not feel good if he yeah. plays terrible. You know, I won't. Yeah, yeah, because it's like man, yeah, I don't want to see a that good kid. The Jets yeah. broke him. The Jets broke. I, him. That's why. Like, I want to see that it was was Adam Gase. Right. Like, not that it was. Oh well, they made another mistake with a quarterback. But I do want to see Zach Wilson live up to all the – I mean, we are hearing things about him. In fact, I'll tell you what. This, this is one that, I mean, blows my mind. Marcus Spears, our good friend, Swagoo, Swagoo. is the latest of a lineage of people. And you can see my Twitter from the other it's day, from the weekend. It's starting to add up, Alan. Where all these experts are telling me what they're seeing in Zach Wilson, right, and what they believe. So Swagoo's talking about the five rookie quarterbacks in the first round and, and, and who he expects to be the one that will have the most success – and take a listen to what Swagoo says about who he feels is the guy to watch as the most successful one out of this quarterback class. I think it's Zach Wilson. And I, I've, I've had this discussion with myself. Yeah, I talked to myself about what keys are you picking up to show that a franchise is fully committed to their quarterback? You took Makai Becton, who's been on Jeff Saturday's pancake highlights. Yes. You took Vera Tucker. You went out and got Corey Davis. Yeah. Robert Salah is a competent head coach. Mike LaFleur has a guy that looks a lot like Aaron Rodgers from a mechanic standpoint, uh-huh. from the way he plays with poise. So look, I know when everybody thinks about the Jets right now, we <laughs> thinking about the Jets of Sam Darnold and all of that. This is not the same. This is not the same, Bart Scott. What? He's now the latest to say it. He thinks Zach Wilson. Are we up to like six? To... Oh, easily. Swaggle, no, no, no. At least... Teddy Bruschi, Romo, uh, Chris Collinsworth, Phil, Phil, Sims. Phil Sims. Yeah, who else? I mean, it's been. It's. I, I did the Aaron list. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers himself <laughs> is excited to see what this kid can listen, do in the league. Listen, Allen. You can have nice things. I'm afraid. You can have nice things. But on the other side of town, oh, man, you talk about anxiety level. Yeah. Saquon Barkley coming back. Mm-hmm. Should they play him because of the offensive line? I think they're auditioning of offensive linemen right now. 
I mean, they, they just signed two people from from like the uh, what's the league they used to have with the, the WWE? They just resigned. They just signed XFL. two guys. The XFL. They, you know what? Just, I don't know. They, they just signed two people from there right now. Like I mean, anxiety level because this is a pivotal year, not for Joe Judge because I think everybody. we believe that he no. We I believe believe Joe Judge no, no, is remember, a good coach. No, no. John Mara told me Gettleman. everyone is on the hot seat. Dave Gettleman, come on down. Mm. Mm, you either walk in the mile, you the sugar, you it. We don't know which one it is, <laughs> but I tell you what, you have to answer for a lot of things that you've done. We talked about Makai Becton. We heard what Swagoo said, right? You know, Makai Becton has been on Jeff Saturday's pancake list because he's serving up pancakes. Man, what is Andrew Thomas serving up? Well, yeah. That, what, what would you call that? Well, Black, what would you call them, minis? He's I, don't, got, I don't know what you call Maybe waffles? Because he's waffling? <laughs> uh, I, I, this is what I said about this game. And again, it's, it's the Broncos. See, 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 say, you know, say, say that again, because people, when you say Broncos, that doesn't come with a level of respect, I think, at the end of the season. It's a fair it will. point. The I Denver Broncos, will. I'm telling everybody in New York, do not sleep on the Broncos. This is a team that is going to have a formidable defense. Top five. They, Maybe their talk. offense does make you wonder because it's Teddy Bridgewater. No, no, people no. aren't flipping out about Teddy Bridgewater. No, 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 they are no. searching for a quarterback. But no, no, no. He's Teddy Bridgewater, but what about the – what about the pieces around Teddy I know. Bridgewater? Sutton got hurt last year. He is a beast. At some point, Jerry Judy, one of the best route runners to ever yeah. come out of college, well, is going to learn that catch he has ball. one thumb, not five. He can grip the ball. He can actually catch it. <laughs> Don't catch it with ham- your chest. You got, Say it with your chest. Don't catch it with you your got chest. Hamler on the other side. Right, he's a guy from Penn State that people don't really know about. He's a twitchy, twitchy guy. He's a guy that's in and out of breaks like Wes Welker, man. He all can right. do run out of the catch. And then Noah Fant, one of the best tight ends in all the game. You mm-hmm. think you guys like Mark Ingram? This dude is like probably another tenth faster than Mark Ingram. He's like a four three forty. So you have. So I said this, and we talked about this yesterday about the Giants bringing must in win. offensive lineman. What must win? Well, we won. Here, here's the thing: you've got a running back returning from an ACL. And you're expecting him to play, right, Saquon? You've got a young quarterback who has turnover issues, and you've got an offensive line that you're still trying to figure out. You're still very porters, and you're facing Vic Fangio and that stack defense. Like you're, that's not that's anxiety at a ten. Oh, by the way, not only are you going to need a stress ball, Giants fans, for Week One. Keep in mind that you know what's coming in Week Two. Yeah, Chase Young in Washington. (laughs) So uh, yeah, this the anxiety levels here because you are looking at. Two really tough tests out of the gate for a team where your offensive line is is worrisome, and you've got a turnover prone quarterback who's got to get it right, yeah. and a and a running back who's going coming off injury that you've also got to make sure is right. Yeah. That's scary. These Here, first, first two weeks. Here's a problem, right? When 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 you say like they got a scary defense, like sometimes you got to you got to show the receipt, and if you show that receipt. Patrick Sertan, who's already shown that he's special, he can play everywhere, right? Remember, he's legacy. His dad mm-hmm. played in the league for mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins for a mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. You got Von Miller coming back from injury. Von Miller's still Von Miller. But his protege on the other side may be better than him now at this point in Chubb. Then you have the best safety in all the foot, in all the NFL in Simmons. We just got paid, right. Then, then you went out and Vic Vangio went and got his best corner from Chicago that knows his system inside and out of Kyle Fuller. Then you have Ronald Darby. They got three corners. Two of the best pass rushers in the game and the best center fielder in the game. That's Washington. a lot to handle. And, Week and, one. And again, you got turnovers. Jason Garrett, it's on you. Well, it's on everybody. Well, it's that, on Jason Garrett because he has so to figure out a way how to protect Danny Dimes. Junior Whopper cannot be running for his life. We need him to have confidence. We need him just, just once, just once. I want to turn on the Giants tape and say, oh, wow, Danny Dimes were able to burp the baby. 
He didn't have to stick that foot in and throw the ball as soon as he got back there. He burped the baby one. Oh, that one ain't there. Burped the baby two. I'm more and cons- was able to deliver the I'm three. more concerned with the strip sacks. I'm more concerned with the him just losing the ball of- when he does have to put it down and run. Listen, I, what I need, I need Andrew Thomas and Danny Dimes to come up with a safe word. <laughs> I need a safe word. Because when you miss your block and, and you're supposed to be protecting my blind side, I can't see it. So I don't know if it's pineapple. Omaha! Mango, mango. Omaha! I don't know what it is, but come up with a safe word. Speaking of Omaha, man. Eli Manning. It's going to be on uh, KJM oh. tomorrow morning. Yeah, 9.40. KJM, that used to be You can hear the, that on 98.7 ESPN. It used to be an airline. No, that was K- KLM. I, I, that was Northwest Airlines. Sorry, Detroit. I, I, I digress. This is, again, once again, grenade! <laughs> this is just what you do. This is what we're doing. This is 98.7 ESPN. Barton, I'm giving you a little exclusive New York Power Hour for the next couple of weeks. Only New York. Yeah. It's Barton Hunt. Mm-hmm. That's Hot what fire. we do. And you can thank the great Tim McCarthy for setting this up because that's what he does. Of course, you, Timmy. Timmy. So let's let's go, by the way, let's go um, first to the Mets, as I mentioned. Because we got two two bits of news and two injury news to two very important pitchers. All right, the first one, Jacob deGrom, who's who's been out, I mean, oh. since early July. With uh, the sprained elbow. Sprained elbow. I mean, think about we. You know how long it's been? Is Degrom at one point? We were like, this is one of the MVP. most dominant MVP seasons Kennedy. we've ever seen, right? And we've just, it's been so long since he's pitched. Little flare-ups that you you just forget. And so, listen to Sandy Alderson, who gave us yesterday uh, a little update on the situation with Degrom and his elbow. So a sprain is the lowest grade partial tear, if you will. Right. Okay. So at this point, the sprain has resolved itself. The elbow is, at this point, perfectly intact uh, based on the MRIs and our clinical evaluation through our doctors. So that's just a technical term that the doctors have used. We don't use it routinely, but it's another, another term for a very mild ligament condition. So that's over explaining. Like, you think like, so? Instead of saying, hey, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't this sound like they, Tanaka? They said, they, instead of saying, yeah, it does. But instead of saying, hey, it was just a mild sprain, like it has healed itself, he said, the doctors don't use that like loosely. Like he kept, uh, uh, that's the, uh, when people start over explaining, when you ask them a simple ass question, I get concerned. Well, because he was saying that it's the lowest level. And he said and tears. Doctors don't use tears. Which, as we know, well, you explain is you're an athlete. Yes, I'm I mean, muscle fiber. So sometimes it's yeah, like. Yeah, you do have. Like, when you say it's a sprain, you, there are some tears. They're well, just minuscule. Yeah. yeah, just think about. Okay, I want people to understand and think about a. Like a. a uh, a high wire, right? It's a bunch of little wires that's wrapped around each other yeah. over and over again. And every once in a while, one of those may pop. And usually what you do is you can go and you can clip them. And you hear people when they go get meniscus stuff, they go clip them a little bit, trim it a little bit, and cut some of those tears. And you hope that it won't create irritation, which creates inflammation, which is the worst thing that any athlete can get inside their body because it puts pressure and stress on the joints. Now, we, now to your point, you said that you know Tanaka had it and he pitched, what, five years with it? Yeah. But Tanaka, like still, but Tanaka still wasn't throwing 100 miles an hour. That's what you get concerned because the ground has started really, you know, he was throwing harder than he has ever yep. thrown in his career, right? And maybe that's part of it. And who knows, maybe like the grip is something as well to what Glasnow said really early on. Because we see, you know, to you know, yesterday you saw Garrett Cole pointing at the at his hand. Who but it wasn't spot- ended up being his hamstring though. Yeah, that's yeah, the but, thing. Yeah. But but you're right. The, 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 you wonder if the change in the ball from year to year has had some effect on these pitchers in ways over, that over, we because they overgrip it. The, the ways that we maybe don't realize it. But still, 
You would call this, I guess, good news. I mean, they're, they're basically they're well, saying tomorrow, they're saying that, that it's perfectly intact and he's healthy, when but he they don't know when he's going to be back this season. And as we know, there's not much season left in this season. The Mets are three and a half out of a wild card, right? Is it three and a half at this point and four? Uh, I haven't checked the latest standings cra- after last night's win, but how crazy would it be? They're within they get, shouting distance. How crazy would it be if they get in the postseason? They get Syndergaard in the ground back. How would that change your, your it wouldn't, view? Wouldn't be crazy at all, but it's it's certainly they have to get there first, though, Bart. That's yeah. the hardest part. And on the who, other who side of things, better chance to get there them well, or the next this weekend. Team. This weekend, might right. this weekend is going to play such listen, a big listen, role in that. Listen, and like I said in our in our group thread, uh, uh, our little text uh, text chain, chain group chain chat, yeah, whatever you want to call. We thought we were getting Cole, maybe Cole in the ground. Mm. We're getting Diaz and Chapman. Yay! Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you talking like, about anxiety index? All <laughs> <laughs> you can add to it is add for like Familia and add uh, and, uh, Chad Green oh. like to set up at <laughs> the ninth. I, I mean, mean, listen, it's going to make for entertainment. It's going to be very entertaining. It could be. Oh, and Speaking Peter, of entertainment. And Alonzo gets mm. to meet oh, Aaron, Aaron Judge. Judge. Say hello to the, the bad guy. Yeah. That's right. As uh, Alonzo got to 100 home runs. But uh, speaking of entertainment, Michael Kay on the call on Saturday. Ooh. He and Buster only. Oh, so they want the A team. They will have they the call. They want the A team. Right there. here. ESPN Radio, the national call on ESPN Radio, which we'll pick up on 98.7 ESPN. So you've got that going you for you, Buster which is Buss nice. and Michael Kay. Yes. Nice. Dream team. All right. So I was right. It is four games out still in the division. Oh. But that's still shouting distance yeah. and three and a half for the wild card. So you really, you know. Well, four, you, so four is the magic number for Atlanta, yeah. New York. No, because you, know, you think about Toronto. Oh, God. Yeah. The four back. Yeah, that's... And closing. That is scary. So, again, on the Yankee side of things, yes, the big news was Garrett Cole and his situation. So, here's Cole just talking about what he was feeling and leaving the game with that hamstring injury. Yeah, it's just the, you know, there's a couple of pitches, couple of pitches at the end, uh, where I just I got through the pit I got through the finish and I maybe just overextended the leg or or I had a little little bit of a little bit of a cramp or just tightness kind of feeling in there and then mm-hmm. you know it was just in a spot where when you continue to try to make pitches in the leverage situation like it just it just keeps pulling on it and it's it's not really getting worse but it's you know, I you know you're 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 only one pitch away, I guess, from from making it worse. It's it's some it's one of those things where, like, you know, you go through this kind of stuff over the course of your career. If you if you know, I guess yearly. I mean, you just, these these kind of things pop up, and 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 hopefully we just hopefully we're able to recover well so that we don't we don't have to miss a start. Um, and um, you know, and that's 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 certainly that's certainly the hope of of. Of you know saying something early enough and and not grinding through so that's um, that's that's that's, that's what how you it hope. Out. That's all you can hope. You're, what you're hoping for is that Garrett Cole said, "I don't like the way this feels, and I can feel like where this might be headed. So let me stop this thing now rather than turn this into what would have been a, a much bigger issue." Again, as the Yankees said, there's no reason for an MRI right now, so they feel pretty good. Aaron Boone talking about the severity or lack thereof of this injury. Right now, you just you know experience some tightness, so we'll kind of see where we're at tomorrow on it. Um, I know in talking to Garrett, he's he feels pretty optimistic about it. Um, you know, something that he's that's popped up before with him with other pitches, pitchers. Just something that he felt like if he was going to push through in there, you know, risk doing something a little bit more. So hopefully, it's something that he you know got out in front of enough, and and we'll just see where we're at uh, tomorrow in the in the coming days. 
Bart, all you can See, do with a hamstring, right, is rest. I mean, and B, hope it doesn't flare up again. B, BS translator? Go ahead. At first he said certain pitches. So oh. is it certain pitches that he has to throw? He throws a little differently. Remember, it's the land leg, not the push-off Yeah, side. But, but he said certain pitches. Yeah. Right? That's what Boone said. And then he corrected himself. Like, maybe he was telling too much. Mm-hmm. So is it certain pitches that he throws? So if I'm an opponent, am I going to see what pitches that he can't throw? And then I was going to be a book. And now you know what to serve up and what to wait for. Oh, man, this is the analytics part of everything. Well, you just like – And it. I get concerned, right? Because hamstrings don't exactly just get – Healthier. Well, rest is rest is the only yeah, way. Yeah, but he's talking about not missing a start. So how much rest? Right. Hoping yeah, you need a couple weeks sometimes with hamstrings. Don't say that. So that's I'm just saying. You don't know say what that. Mean? Please don't. Just say ask that. James Harden how hamstrings heal up. <sighs> I just want a fair chance, man. Mm. That's all you mm. could ask. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. Yes, this weekend suddenly an imposing series between the Yankees and Mets. This like win and go home year, almost. It's like almost win and go home. And just how critical these games now suddenly are for both of these teams. Let's go to Lou in New Jersey on the Subway Series. Lou. Hey, how's it going, Alan? How's it Good, going, Luke? Bart? Before I get into the Mets and the Yankees, I want to say let's go Jets really quick. But um the first, I mean, this is crazy because I was watching the Cooperstown inductions for a little bit, seeing some of the Derek Jeter interviews, and I've been a lifelong Mets fan, and uh, I grew up in the Subway Series era, and, you know, just the feelings of, of just the 9-11 game in the series this week and seeing that both teams really need it, yeah. and uh, the rivalry actually has implications. A lot of people in New York, New Jersey, don't really believe that it's a rivalry, and you know, it's like seasons like this that you kind of hope for because the Mets and Yankees both need this game. It's going to be electric in the city. It's going to mm-hmm. be electric in New York. Um, you never really see these teams really in the same story. You know, the Yankees haven't really looked all that great. Um, they had they had their streak. They they went on their run. The Mets, you know, <laughs> they they are on a downfall, I guess, but they they're figuring it out. Um, but I'm I'm excited. I'm you know I. I it never, it never equates to this, you know. No, you know. I mean, I'll say it this way, Lou: is is a, a rivalry, and I believe this. This is why people get mad at me when I say like Knicks Nets is not a rivalry. Why? Because they've never, until they play games against each other that actually matter, that have emotion, that they're playing for something, not just who sucks less. You know, like that. That's the part like that always used to creep in. You know, Jets, Giants don't meet enough, but there have been rivalry moments. Victor Cruz certainly had one. You know, like you have those moments. And I'm old enough to remember Islanders, Rangers, used to, that was a true one. You know why? They hated each other. They would fight and they played for supremacy in the Eastern Conference, in the Wales Conference. Like that mattered. Those games matter. So this series, this is when it becomes that rivalry thing fit, uh, It comes in. Because they both know they're playing for something. It matters. And I can I mean, I can pretty much put a nail, at least one, in your coffin if I can get this series. Especially if one team sweeps. The emotion of this weekend from the fan bases is going to be I mean, there's gonna be numbers of you're gonna first have the emotion of how important the games are. And on top of that, the collective emotion of New Yorkers, you know, on, on you know, remembering nine eleven. And how much baseball played a huge part in us recovering as a city. So there's just so much into this weekend. I don't think we've seen anything of the emotional level of this since, I would argue, the World Series. That they played against each other 21 years ago. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, to that level where, where you it matters from, and yeah. there's emotion and intent and all that stuff. I mean, it really does matter. So, you know, you can really set someone's season to the end. Like, you could really send them off now yeah. and the season, you're, you're done. You're not getting where you think you're going to get if you sweep, if one of these teams sweeps. Now, of course, we have to see what happens. But, man, the emotion going into this is going to be off the charts. Let's go to Doug in Long Island. Go ahead, Doug. Hey, Alan, how are you? Hey, boy, how you guys doing? Good. Hey, just a couple of quick things, and then I'll uh, shut up. Uh, I think Jake's uh, issue is a uh, is a tear from what I've heard. And uh, secondly, um, you know what? On the, uh, the the Yankees right now, this team almost bipolar. No disrespect to people with illness, but they just seem really strained right now. Thirdly, on the Jets situation, I love the Jets. Talk to a lot of guys that I'm still friends with, Lewis, Victor Green, guys like that. And they think it's going to be the defense that's going to be an issue there. And mm. just to give you a little, you know, it might be here to do or it might just be a little bit of, I don't believe in jinxes or curses, but guys that played for us, even guys that had marginal or little success, like Blair Thomas and <laughs> guys like James Brown and everything. You know, it's not laughing at me. It's my friend. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you might do them, you just talk to him. And, uh, but, uh, James Brown and Everton Goddard, we're still good friends to this day. They were giving tickets when they left here. I think, uh, Everton went to the Cowboys and JB went to Miami. And JB would see me after the game. And I said, how the hell did you guys beat us, man? He said, I was in the locker room with the guys and we were, you know, getting, getting beat pretty badly in the first half. I don't remember what game. And JB said to me, fellas, calm down. It's the damn Jets. That's what he. That's what he actually said. And well, then I mean, said, yeah. Oh, no, I went to Dallas. I didn't play professional football until I went to Dallas. So it's kind of crazy. It's a little weird. But I'm wishing for all these teams to have success. Well, I mean, I like New York is doing well. Well, they're yeah, I mean, in the right direction. The Knicks, yeah. the Islanders, the Rangers going to get it together. Well, now hoping, we just need to tour one of the football teams to kind of step well, up and be that, respectful, yeah. right? You're hoping we're, we're you're hoping we're certainly you know heading heading in that direction, you know. But but we shall see as we begin this season and, and on the Jets side of things, they're going to be very young. And uh, I do though with Robert Sal, I do feel like at least the defense. If he brings anything well, over what they up. did, yeah, in they'll San figure Francisco. it up. Yeah, they still have a great defensive line. You got Marcus May. Um, the corners leave something to be desired, but you can Question protect corners. You can you can protect corners in this league, and you can muddy it up. That 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 running game is elite. You don't need a Saquon Barkley to have elite running game. I mean, Muster was somebody that Moser, whatever you want to call his name, he was a guy that was cut by the Jets, and now he's you know San Francisco's premier back in the same system. You know, so you can you can have you know optimism there, and you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they figure it out, but. You know, for me, if the Jets have a similar season to the Knicks, not that they have to go to the postseason, but just that they're respectful and saying. it looks like it's show me yeah, tangible, it's the reset. You're trending in the right direction. Because show you, me something tangible there. But yeah. I still say the quarterback's got to show me that there's something. He's got something. Show you that you he's special. Show I don't want to see that he's good. Like Sam Darnold. Well, I've heard, all, all I've his heard start, is his you know, well, Aaron Rodgers' arm, Patrick Mahomes on well, the run. Okay, well, show what, me what, that. Well, that's a throw, right? I'm talking about a performance. I'm not talking about a show. Like last year, Justin Herbert showed us that he can be special, mm-hmm. right? Joe Burrow showed us that he can be special. Sam Darnold showed us that he was good. He never showed us that he could be special. Great point. We can't, we can't go to a performance like, man, that was Mahomes's. He like went to a zone. If he can harness that and give us that, give us, it's like that. It's like it's like uh, it's like uh, Waterboy. Can you do that every time? 
yes, yes, coach. <laughs> like, I, I want that. Like, we need to see that. I want we you need to play to foosball. Right, right, right. Bobby, you play that foosball? We need to know that, right? And if All he right. shows us that, that's enough because we know right. Joe Douglas is doing something that he failed to do, right? Yeah, Joe Douglas failed to do for Sam Darnold. And that's to create a foundation. And that foundation is a good offensive line that's trending towards an elite offensive line yeah, in the next couple of years. That, again, trending up is what I want to see. And you're right. I want to see this kid special. This is 98.7. ESPN. I want to see like barber wars between like Nas Barber and Jalen Rose Barber. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Two got the best barber game up in the business. Well, you know we know well, who's got like, let's talk about game. I mean, Joe Namath still has game. We'll always have game no matter what, right? All time, <laughs> one of the greatest ever in the history of New York City. And you know what I'm talking about. But sound, when it comes to... You sound like Friday, man. <laughs> no, your dad, he got all the game. <laughs> but when it comes to talking about his Jets, he's always honest. I feel like you know, he, he's an optimist, yeah. of course, but he's honest. Call, call so, here's, balls. so here's Broadway. Here's Broadway. Right. Broadway Joe on how he feels. How are you feeling, Broadway Joe, about... Zach Wilson and the Jets. I am excited, and that is a fact, man. I'm excited to, about this team, this coaching staff, the enthusiasm they have. You want to see every team's got some enthusiasm, but these guys are young. They know where they are. Salah has, at this point, he's got these guys pretty darn ready. He's got him ready. He's excited. I love how his vocabulary still sounds like he's talking like in the 70s. Uh, I know. He's the man, they cool, man. Cool breeze, son. Huh? Easy, <laughs> well, it's easy. Like, it's like him, Walt Frazier. When uh, you talk to Clyde, Clyde's the same thing. When you talk to Clyde, you go back in time. Now, I love talking to Clyde just for that. We got to get them together. And so we can just like That's watch dangerous. the conversation. Listen, man, those guys have stories that Ooh. they'll never tell, mm. but I wish they would. What, Studio 54? Oh, my God, man. No, no, no. They had their own place now. I know, but you know that, right? Yeah, but I'm talking about Studio 54. Well, that's a different era. It goes down in the DMs. Oh, there's no DMs back then. No, they didn't need that. They had actually face to face conversation. That's how that's how things went down. DMs was literally like walk up to somebody and you better have some game. Yeah, yeah. Not just sup you up. (laughs) Speaking of which, sup Spike, who's in St. Pete. What's up, Spike? How we doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm surviving for an old guy. Okay. I moved down here. Oh, you're down moved in down Tampa. Here oh. Yeah. Down the same thing. Down there. Down there in the Gulf. Do you, do you walk Tom Brady's I'm down, dogs? I'm down in the armpit of COVID. That's the uh, only problem down here. Right, keep the mask on. Really, that's yeah. all. Yes. Yeah. Do your best. It's bad. It's bad. But mm-hmm. uh, listen, it's great to hear you guys. I, and I have a football comment. <clears throat> and uh, first, I want to just tell, tell you, Bart Allen, you know how I feel about you. I'm I'm amazed. I really, I'm not surprised, but I'm amazed at how great the transition. I told this to Canty when when he got his uh, bump up to national. It's just amazing to me that guys can excel. And then Bart, I know your whole history and being a Saluki and all that, and not drafted. It's just great to me to see guys that are nice people and, and achieve another career that, you know, moving up the ladder. It's just, just great. It shows your dedication and your intelligence. So thank you. I well done, Bart Scott. Well done, yeah. Bartholomew Scott. Well, it's, all, it's always okay, good so, to hear from our, from real quick, our though, day Spike, ones. Because we ones. got Michael K. waiting well, me, to take over the mic. So quickly. Yeah, let me let me just get to the to the to the football. Here's my conundrum here with it. You know, there's a lot of talking heads in football, probably more than any other sport. There's more players, 
the transition in football was supposed to balance out, you know, with you know, the equaling and out. And I never understood the schedule only changes by one or two games, basically. Right. But, right. but here's what I see. Uh, this Jet quarterback, I, I think they're a little remiss, the Jets, in not getting a decent backup. Uh, this kid, the ball comes off his uh, hand, everyone's saying, I don't care who he's playing against. Guys that are work at Home Depot, as you used to say, Alan. You know, but uh, the ball comes off good, and the line is, if they're good enough, it can stay healthy. And, you know, the, the game's winning is, is irrelevant. It really is. It's, it's a development mental and and I was really uh, happy with my Knicks and the Giants. You know, this is a testament this year to see uh, because because Gettleman has gotten a lot of crap. He's done well in free agency, but they they still have a bad, a porous line. And I would like to see because this Daniel Jones seems like an affable guy, man. I mean, he just seems like a good dude. And Kathy told me he went to the same high school he went. Yeah, to. So, now, now, you know, now he. Right. Yeah, no, there's a lot There's a lot there to unpack, Spike. It's always great to hear from you, and thank you so much, as always, for the support and the kind words for Bart and his career, his his fledgling broadcasting career. It's still just the beginning for you, my man. I can't even spell fledgling. But, but, so I'm just but, gonna, but honestly, a good fledglings are like the baby birds. Oh, man. Fledgling. Let you go. You make me better every day. So, <laughs> but, but Daniel Jones is a nice, nice guy, right? Sam Darnold was a nice guy, too. Cut, cutthroat business. Didn't work. Yeah. Now the Giants are almost in that same place because you've got them. that year before you got to make that decision in fifth year and what do you want to do extension all that stuff. I mean, you see the money going out to these quarterbacks, Bar. I am not trying to sound the alarm just to be a, an alarmist about the Giants. You look at those first two games and the defenses they're going to face, and, remember, and the fact that you are still revolving door offensive line. Nate Solder now, I think he's starting again. Uh, as you, I mean, it's just they—they they signed four guys since the end of preseason. They've signed, for, they traded for two and signed two off the street. I'm telling you, that's that, a concerning. That's yes. concerning. And if you, if that is to me these first two weeks, week one anxiety. It's week one and two anxiety. Saquon zero oh and two scares you. They told us, you know, he told us that Saquon had mutant blood. Well, the last guy that had mutant blood was um, um, AP. Adrian Peterson yes. showed us that he came back from a ACL, ACL tear yeah. and led the league and almost broke the record for rushing in that year. We need that type of performance yeah, to, be a to, ju- to justify $15 million mm. annually. Mm. Yeah, no, no, it's a lot of decisions to be made and a lot of pressure there. And so, again, the season pressure will start tomorrow. This is 98.7 ESPN.